Welcome to the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast. I'm your host, registered dietitian and weight loss BFF, Lauren Hubert. Each week, we are changing the narrative that women can be hot and successful at the same damn time and do it in a healthy way. Sexy fit babes, what is up? It is time for another episode of the Sorority Nutritionist Podcast, where we are diving into one of the most important life-changing topics when it comes to your weight loss journey. And it actually isn't just about weight loss. It's about the idea of fat loss. I am so excited to talk with you guys at length and in great detail about the difference between weight loss and fat loss and why you actually want to focus on fat loss more than just losing weight on the scale. And I know this is a plot twist. We have been taught weight loss is really what we want. And of course, there are definitely times and places where we want to see the scale go down. I mean, real talk, I talk about seeing the lowest weight on the scale, tracking that trend over time, and I know you guys all want to lose weight. Heck, I have also been in your shoes and wanting to lose weight as well. But the truth is, weight loss and fat loss can coexist, but we have to actually focus on seeing weight loss that corresponds to fat loss on the scale and on our bodies, and not just work towards seeing the number go down on the scale without actually thinking about what parts of your weight you're actually changing. So if you're scratching your head a little bit and you're like, what is Lauren even talking about? You're in for a treat. Let me explain it all. Why fat loss is better than weight loss. Okay. First things first, we have to explain weight versus body composition to really understand why fat loss is better than weight loss and why your goal should not just to be to lose a shit ton of weight. So when we think about weight, Weight is really describing the heaviness of an object. It tells you the total weight of something, and in this case, your body. But the easiest way I like to explain this is that your weight does not tell you what compromises your weight. And what this really means is your weight is just a number of the total weight of your body, but it doesn't tell you about your body composition, which really gives you more detail about what you look like and your health. And when it comes to body composition, we talk about this in the health and fitness space. And I actually like to bring this conversation more into the weight loss space because shockingly, a lot of people don't know about body composition and it really breaks my heart. So body composition is basically a term used to describe the percentage of fat, bone, and muscle within our body. Now there are other parts to our body composition, of course, but These are really the main parts we're referring to as there are many different pieces and things moving and going on in our bodies. But really when it comes to body composition, as you can tell, your fat, your bone, and your muscle, when we're thinking about assessing your body composition, your weight, of course, is important, but your composition gives us a lot more details about your fitness level, if you work out, and really your body's health. This is why I care much more about your body composition than I do your weight. And a really great way to kind of describe this is, of course, you know, your weight does impact your body composition in some way, shape, or form. But if you have a lower body fat percentage, even though you're at maybe a five or 10 pound heavier weight than where you think your goal weight is at, or even compared to someone else, you would look different 
And that's why your weight really can't describe how you look. And I just know this from years of coaching women as a dietitian that you're coming to TSN, you're beginning your weight loss journey, not because you just want to be a number on the scale. It's because you want to look a certain way. And at that weight, at that composition, you're going to feel your best. You're going to feel comfortable wearing clothes in a certain way. And I always put it this way. If you weighed five or 10 pounds more than this initial goal weight you have in mind when you first embark on your journey and you start losing weight... I'm sure that you would be happy. And in fact, sometimes you might be happier at a heavier weight with a lower body fat percentage than if you just focus on losing weight on the scale, but you didn't actually think about how you were going to look at that weight. And that's why you can't talk about weight loss without talking about body composition. And when we're really looking at it, it's not all just about weight loss. It's actually about fat loss and keeping as much muscle as possible, which is a much more body composition focused approach than it is just losing weight. And it's also really important to point out that when we're talking about body composition, I mentioned fat mass, muscle mass, and bone mass. Now, within the idea of fat mass, not all body fat is bad. And I think when we think about body fat and extra fat in general, we automatically assume that with inflammation, we assume that this extra body fat is bad. And really from you know a lot of the women here are listening to the show right now, ladies, like I know you want to lose body fat because you want a leaner physique. You want a lower body fat percentage. The truth is it also is important to know that we need balance when we're thinking about these things because there's a certain amount of body fat that is essential to our physique. In fact, as women, we have an essential amount of body fat that helps protect our organs, that is involved in our sexuality, reproduction, aka our menstrual cycle every month, our hormones, um, and many different aspects to our body. But we're really referring to the fat on top of this essential body fat that can, at really drastic levels, impact not just the way that we look, but also impact our health. So it's not that we want to be 0% body fat. And I always like to make that really clear to clients that we need a healthy amount of body fat as females. And we're never going to be quite as lean as a male would be while also keeping our health at a really good place. And of course, you babes know, like we're all about becoming your hottest and healthiest. And for many people, that body fat percentage looks different. Those numbers might be different for different people. But really the goal on a weight loss journey is to lose the extra body fat that is not our essential body fat, but like the extra adipose tissue is what it's called. We want to lose that body fat while keeping our muscle mass, if not building our muscle mass. So this body fat percentage goes down and we are really focusing on improving our body composition. Okay, Real Talk ladies, now that you know why fat loss is more important than weight loss, the next question that I'm sure is coming into your brain is, how do you focus on fat loss more than weight loss? Now, I want to go back a second because I think there are different phases of your journey. You know, when you are embarking on a 50-pound weight loss journey and you have a lot of weight and a lot of fat mass you are trying to lose, the goal should definitely be focusing on seeing that weight loss on the scale while also preserving your muscle mass as much as we can. But I will say, depending on how much weight you have to lose, the approach and what you focus on at which stage is going to change. And that's why I always say food first. We do this in a stepwise approach so we can work towards fat loss, but we have to start with the foundations, especially when we're thinking about like the mental mindset hurdle of like fat dieting we're trying to get over to, especially if you guys have really struggled with that in the past. 
That being said, typically what happens is when we are first beginning our journey, we are trying to eat less than what we burn. When it comes to weight loss, really the focus is just eating less than what you burn. You try to eat as little as possible. Maybe you're in a big deficit, maybe a small deficit. You are maybe trying to eat healthier foods, but really the goal is just to eat less than what you burn. Now for fat loss, this is where the magic happens because we're not just focusing on eating less than what you burn. Our goal with fat loss is to lose body fat, of course, lose weight, but to really focus on keeping our muscle mass. And now that's where the magic happens. And you babes that have been around TSN for a while, you know, this is how we structure my framework that I teach you guys. So really what you want to do for fat loss is you want to eat less than what you burn, but you want to be in a slight deficit and you want to focus on losing weight slowly. Now, really when it comes to fat loss, this is where the magic happens because you don't just want to lose weight. You want to really focus on keeping muscle mass and losing body fat while yes, seeing the weight go down on the scale, but really prioritizing what your composition looks like. And that's where it isn't just about eating less than what you burn. You want to be in a deficit, but you want to be in a slight deficit. You actually don't want to focus on fast weight loss. You don't want to lose any more than 1% of your body weight per week, but oftentimes even less than that per week is really the goal. Hence where the half a pound to two pounds a week goal comes from that I always teach and preach to you guys. In addition to that slight calorie deficit, we also want to make sure we're eating sufficient amounts of protein. And eventually we're incorporating resistance-based activity and not just cardio or not just walking, which I do love walking, by the way, love a hot girl walk because I've been talking about it a lot on social media, but we want to make sure we're doing these two things, high protein, and also having sufficient amounts of resistance-based activity so we can actually use that muscle mass. That way we're actually targeting fat loss and keeping our muscle mass and a body recomposition more than just seeing weight loss on the scale. And why this is important is for this reason. When you are focusing on just weight loss and you're just eating less than what you burn, you are not necessarily getting the right nutrients and you're not moving your body in the proper way to stimulate your body to build or maintain that muscle while you are in a deficit. Not to mention your nutritional needs do change when you are in a deficit as we really see this through science and the research. So to put really simply, if you want to target fat loss, we don't just want to be in a deficit. We want to be in a slight deficit eat a high protein diet that's obviously customized and personalized to your body's needs, and also do resistance-based activity to actually stimulate and use that muscle mass so we can keep it. Now, of course, when we talk about how to really target fat loss, we're going to dive a little bit deeper because a question I often get is, can I lose body fat and build muscle at the same time, which is something called a body recomposition. If you've seen it on Instagram or TikTok, or maybe even on my page, you know, I talk about it. This is a really important thing to really dive into because it does depend on where you're at on your journey. So it is completely possible. Let me answer the question up front with you ladies. It is completely possible to lose body fat and build muscle at the same time. In fact, I am literally living proof of this. One of the first times I really got into strength training, really did it for a consistent period of time. I was in a deficit. I was really trying to lose body fat. And I also at the same time was really lifting heavier weights. I got into like the more traditional strength training I often talk about. I was doing it around four days a week, sometimes five, but really four days a week. I was on a really good program and obviously eating high protein, balanced meals, everything I preached to you guys. What was really cool is I was able to track my fat mass versus my muscle mass. And it was really cool. The fat mass went down um, from week one to week 13, you know, 90 days of doing this, hence 90 day fit bay body ladies. Um, and then my muscle mass went up. And so what's really cool is like, I was literally able to see this in real life. And I think it's so 
funny how in a lab setting, and you know, so many people always say, you can't build muscle in a deficit. You can, but it really depends on your training status. For me, I was brand new to my journey, like so many of the women who I coach, or not that you're brand new to your journey, but like you really haven't followed something really strict and strategic, and like you haven't trained for a long time. That was me. Like I was very active throughout my whole life, but I was way more newer to weightlifting and like doing it more intensely and like really challenging myself. So for me, I was able to really challenge my body, challenge what I was doing and really get on a rhythm. And I really was able to see those composition changes. Of course, I had to make sure I was eating the proper amount of protein, but it totally is possible. Now I would say, you know, many years down the line, as you get way more intense and you really focus on, you know, changing your physique, it becomes harder compared to being a newbie in the gym or newly doing a lot of these habits and new things to build muscle mass in a deficit. And that's really because your body is in preservation mode. And in fact, when you are losing weight, you're going to lose a little bit of muscle no matter what. Um, That's actually why it's not just important for muscle growth, but typically when you're in a deficit, you are going to lose a little bit of muscle mass and it kind of is inevitable. But there is this weird phenomenon when you are a beginner where you can be in a deficit, eat high protein and really strength train. And it actually helps you keep, if not build your muscle mass and change your body composition. And so it's not a perfect science, right? It really depends on a lot of these variables, but this is why it's actually so important to really consider your protein intake and the quality of the protein sources you're having, how you have them throughout the day. And also, you know, how you train and going to the gym consistently. And I'm going to break this down a little bit more because these two things paired together and they have to be paired together are really so important for keeping your muscle mass and really focusing on this fat loss piece. Because put really simply, you can eat high protein in a deficit and help you preserve your muscle mass. But the catalyst for even more preservation and even the opportunity to build muscle is coming from that strength training. Both of them work together and vice versa. If you are training a lot in the gym in a deficit, then you're not having that protein to help you with that preservation, even growth of that muscle. So both of these things have to be really combined together. Now, specifically talking about protein and strength training, I want to just give a little bit more detail for you babes that are really trying to implement some positive change into your workout routine. First and foremost, rapid facts when it comes to protein intake. I have a whole episode on vegetarians eat your protein. Definitely recommend searching that. It's from the past. However, typically when it comes to fat loss, we really want to make sure we are having high quality sources of protein, especially from like the muscle building piece. So So basically a high quality protein source, typically we think of the animal-based proteins, but there are vegetarian protein-based sources um, and even vegan protein-based sources, things like soy, that are going to be considered high quality. Now, I definitely go into this at length in the Vegetarians Eat Your Protein podcast episode. Basically, how to think of a high-quality protein is a protein that contains all of the essential amino acids. And without going in like major detail, amino acids are like the little building blocks that make up proteins, and there's a whole variety of them. That being said, there are certain proteins really involved with muscle growth, and one of them, you may have heard the term branched-chain amino acids, but one of those branched-chain amino acids that people often take as supplements in the fitness industry is called leucine. So leucine is actually really important for muscle growth. In fact, you'll see on like whey protein powder supplementations, like they may post the amount of leucine in it. And that's really related to the research around getting a certain amount of leucine a certain amount of times per day through our food choices. So we can make sure we're optimizing that muscle growth. So why I'm bringing this up and basically the take home message is at your meals, having that high quality source of protein. That's where my recommendation for 20 to 30 grams at minimum of protein when you're in a fat loss phase is really freaking important. 
I also really am a big believer in spacing out your protein throughout the day. Now, of course, and I know on the Alan Aragon episode, we had, you know, talked about how daily protein targets are really the most important thing, like your daily budget hitting your numbers is most important. But I really think when it comes to appetite management and our body composition and also our hunger and fullness, you know, it is very important to spread out protein more evenly throughout the day. Now it doesn't have to be three meals or six meals. Like don't think about it too intensely, but really how I like to put it is when you are training very intensely, your body is recovering all day. And it's not that our body can't absorb protein, but utilization of it and constantly having it available for that protein turnover that's going on. That's why when you are in that deficit, not just focusing on your protein intake, but high High quality sources multiple times per day, about 20 to 30 grams of protein minimum per meal. I like to say 10 to 15 per snack is a really great place to start. Getting it sufficiently throughout the day is really going to help those body composition changes. That being said, the other thing I just wanted to bring up is the strength training piece. So when we're really trying to optimize this, you know, there's so many different types of training programs and full transparency. I'm not a personal trainer, so I really like to stick to the nutrition stuff. But of course, you can't talk about fat loss without talking about strength training. And I just like to point out for those of you babes that are maybe lifting one or two times a week, like this episode might not be for you. (laughs) You might not be ready for this yet because something is better than nothing at any point of your fat loss journey. That being said, as you babes get more advanced, this episode is really about how to optimize and really work towards fat loss. And really when we're thinking about body composition change, if you are not training enough, you're not going to be able to elicit the muscular changes that we want to really push our body to change. Working out one time a week is fabulous. Working out one time is better than no times, but our goal is definitely to build up into a more consistent training routine because if we're not consistently challenging our muscles, forcing it to change and pushing past that threshold, our body is not going to change. So we're really not going to be able to see those changes as quickly, but also we might not be able to see any of those changes longer term because we're not challenging our bodies enough. So that's why three to four days a week is usually where I recommend to start with for strength training. Um, That way you can do an upper day, a lower day, maybe two full body days, or maybe you're doing two upper days and two lower days, and you're getting a whole variety of muscle groups. Um, That being said, I would say three to four days is definitely the minimum amount of training when we're thinking about optimizing fat loss paired with high protein and that slight calorie deficit, eating slightly less than what you burn. When it comes to really focusing on fat loss, which by the way, is keeping as much muscle, if not building some muscle in your deficit while really focusing on shedding body fat and losing a lot of that extra body fat so we can ultimately change your body fat percentage, look leaner, fitter, and stronger. And lastly, ladies, obviously it's quite freaking obvious. We are focusing on fat loss more than weight loss over here at TSN. However, sometimes I do use those words interchangeably because we are hoping to see weight loss on the scale. And I think that's important for you babes to recognize when we're tracking progress The first piece of progress I always have my clients track is weight. Now, no matter how many times you weigh in per week, we're trying to see the trends in weight loss week to week. So we're able to see, okay, what is the direction? Are we in a deficit? What's going on? And in full transparency, like I do expect the scale to change. And I think that's a really big misconception where fat loss is kind of this idea where we're not expecting the scale to change. There are times where the scale may not change a lot. I always talk about this 
with clients and especially even in the membership when I post photos sometimes, like we do expect the scale to go down, but there are definitely times where you're having a body recomposition, depending on how much weight you've lost and where you're at on your journey and what your composition is and what your body fat percentage looks like, where you may look very different, but the scale is not showing a ton of significant change. And so that's why progress photos, measurements, and really looking at your physique is so important. So you can see those changes. That being said, there are phases of your journey where you may see a lot more weight loss than actual visible fat loss changes on your body. And I'm especially thinking of women who are in larger bodies. I always say it takes longer to see those physical results, although the scale goes down a lot, where I do find women in smaller bodies, meaning they just have less body fat to lose. Their body fat percentage was lower where they started at. They oftentimes don't see as much drastic weight loss week to week, and they have less body fat to lose. But those smaller changes in the scale correspond to actually bigger changes physically in how they look. And the easiest way I like to put it is if you have a bigger body fat percentage, it's going to be a bigger percent of weight loss and fat loss that would indicate a bigger change on your body to see where as you get closer and closer to your goal, small changes in your physique, you're going to be able to more visibly see because you have less body fat to begin with. So do not get discouraged if you've lost a lot of weight, but you can't quite see a lot of that fat loss change yet. It's coming ladies, like continue it. You are on the right track. And I think vice versa, the grass is not always greener on the other side as you're getting closer and closer to your end goal, or maybe you weren't ever in a larger body and your body fat percentage was higher and not where you wanted it, but like it wasn't that significant of a drop that you're looking for. You might not be seeing a lot of change on the scale, but you're starting to see those physical body changes. But real talk, ladies, sometimes you need a kick in the ass. Sometimes you need to up level. And I think talking about what is required for fat loss, it takes patience, but it also is making sure you are doing the right things and your plan is set up right. But either way, know that the results are coming. They are right around the corner. Do not give up. And just remember that this journey is not just about losing weight as quickly as possible and seeing those physical changes immediately. The changes will come sooner than you think, and it takes a lot of hard work and consistency, but you really want to make sure you're doing this right because this is going to set you up for not regaining weight. Focusing on fat loss is such a better approach than just focusing on weight loss because when you are just eating as little as possible and you're not focusing on the types of foods you're eating and how that impacts your health and really focusing on keeping muscle, you are setting yourself up for a metabolism nightmare at the end of your journey and also a health nightmare because your muscle mass, and by the way, high protein and strength training also impact your bone mass, which is not a sexy topic, ladies, but like it literally keeps you healthy for life. This is so important for your health and longevity and We all want to look our freaking hottest, but we also want to look our hottest for the longest amount of time possible in our life so we can live our life to the absolute fullest and really reap the benefits of all of our hard work. So keep going, ladies. You got this. And remember, fat loss is better than weight loss. 